We hope you enjoy this podcast. With over 100 books under his belt, Bill Vincent is a true master of the written word. His works are a treasure trove of knowledge and inspiration, available at all major bookstores and online platforms. So, don't miss out on the opportunity to expand your mind and be entertained. Pick up a book by Bill Vincent today. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for your word, God. I thank you, Lord, for all that you're saying. I ask every word to be your words and not mine. I thank you, Lord, that you are faithful in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. God gave me a title yesterday. And sometimes he gives me the sermon before he gives the title. Sometimes he gives me a title, and then I just have to find out what that means. Hallelujah. And he said, a shaken to awaken. Hallelujah. I could just talk about the title for about 20 minutes and we could call it good. But I'd rather get into some things that I want to talk about. Now, my original plan when, I, when we was off for several months, and my original plan was when we come back, I'm not going to talk about COVID-19. I'm not going to talk about coronavirus. We're going to move on. But I believe there's a spirit that we're dealing with, and I have to talk about some things tonight. I have to talk about some of these things tonight because it's time to sever the plan of the enemy. Hallelujah. And I'm going to say some things tonight, and as I say them, you may not see that they, they will not line up to what the media is saying right now. And that's a good thing. If anybody lines up to the media right now, they're in trouble. So what I'm going to say, I'm going to say some things, and some things may get you to think for a minute. Are we really coming out? Yes, we are really coming out. Because we are just coming out of a major shaking. We are coming out of a major shaking right now. Hallelujah. And it's in the universe. As the coronavirus calls us to have to change everything about our lives. Whether you like it or not, some good things have took place in our lives in the past several months. You might have felt like you didn't pass the test, may have failed miserably. Hallelujah. Vacations were changed, graduations were messed up, weddings were canceled. All kinds of things took place, this craziness. And then when you do have a virtual on-screen graduation, the principal goes rogue and starts talking like he's the governor. And everybody needs to wear a mask and all these different things. It's like, whew. Should have had an amen or something. Hmm. But this has been something we are coming out of. The shaking was of created things or earthly things. It was a shaking like many of us have never felt. Some people that have lived in the 60s felt a different kind of shaking. And I don't believe anybody here is you know, from the 1910s, but we'll just move on. There were things that shook back then as well. 
But no matter how difficult this has been, this shaking has opened doors of opportunity in which we are going to go out and come in bringing great, new, amazing things that we've never been able to bring before. We would have never been able to attain before, and we never knew to reach out for them before. We come to realize over the past several months, something was missing. I even know of some of the mightiest men of God have been shaken in the past couple of months. Just think for a moment, when you're scheduled to do things, all of a sudden you can't do them. And it's not just here, it was all over the world. There are amazing and many doors being shaken open. If you've had doors in your life that have just, they just haven't been opening, no matter what you do, sometimes doors that don't open are not necessarily the wrong doors. Sometimes there's something in the way. Sometimes you have to shake them open. And doors of opportunity are opening, which means lots of doors are opening across the world and people are going to go through. We're going to go through the doors of opportunity. And some of these doors are also to the right people. God's been choosing people. And not everybody's <laughs> that thought they could pass the test a few months ago passed at all. Some people that think they passed and are celebrating right now didn't pass at all. There is such a change radically and drastically in the church, we have never seen it before. And church as usual has to change in Jesus' name. Hebrews 12, I'm going to look at a scripture here. Verse 26 through 29 says this. Whose voice then shook the earth. But now he hath promised saying yet once more. I shake not the earth only but also the heaven. And this word, yet once more, significant or signifieth the removal of those things that are shaken as the things that are made and those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. When I, God said, look at the scripture. I pulled the Bible out, or let me rephrase that. I pulled the phone app out. Hallelujah. I want to be exact. Hallelujah. I pulled it out and I started scrolling through and all of a sudden, he says, whose voice then shook the earth? But now he hath promised saying yet once more, that's the part that glowed in the spirit. Yet once more. And then the next part, and his word yet once more signifieth. Let me tell you something. Since the world is coming out of his shaking, 
And then we're reading yet once more. <laughs> this, is, this is a good thing. No matter how it sounds, this is a good thing. We're coming out of a shaking, but there's another shaking coming. Yet once more. We're coming out of a shaking, but we're entering into another shaking. Now, some people are thinking, well, there goes my vacation. There goes me. Now, I probably won't be going to college for a while. I'm going to have to hold this off. I'm going to have to hold that off. Let's just, let's just, let's just not freak out. God says, if you made it through the first shaking and passed it all, this shaking will not affect you the way the first one came. What's this mean? There is another shaking coming. And God revealed that the first shaking was perpetrated by the coronavirus. A spirit. I believe this virus is a spirit. And God, in his love, had mercy and is, is going to turn it for good. And I want you to understand there's so much that was planned with this thing. And it was planned about five, six years ago, by the way. And it was planned, by this, it was planned to come to pass and to kill millions of Americans. And actually no one else. It just got out of control. And I'm just saying some of this stuff, I could get into a lot of details, but I'm not going to get into it. I'm just going to touch the surface on this and then we're going to move on. But in this, we will see new souls being saved, but more so that God is calling the church to reposition itself for a second shaking that is coming. We need to reposition ourselves for this shaking. To be ready and say, no, we're not going to be affected this time. Now, I don't know about you, but I thank God so much. And I know two of us in our house are very thankful during this shaking. Because if it had happened a year before, we wouldn't have made it. We would not have made it through that shaking a year before. Most likely, we would have lost the home. We would have lost everything. We ended up buying a car right before this shaking. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Hallelujah. Technically, probably could have got a better deal if we would have waited till the middle of the shaking, but let's just move on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We'll just move on. Hallelujah. <clears throat> that, wasn't, that wasn't part of the sermon, but we'll just move on. Hallelujah. But the current reposition of the church means this. For us to remember that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. And we have come to Mount Zion and that we are to live as though we have already are there in Mount Zion in the spirit realm. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, we are able to do that. 
And sometimes, no, in the midst of shaking, you don't feel like you are there. You don't feel like you're passing the test. But thanks to the blood of Jesus Christ, all we have to do is say, Jesus, forgive me. Come on, forgive my attitude. Come on, forgive me. And right then, the blood comes and cleanses us and then gives us the God-given right to go to Mount Zion, to sit with Christ in heavenly places. If you're wondering what the second shaking will look like, I'm going to tell you the same answer God told me. You'll see. Hallelujah. I do not believe God is sarcastic. But sometimes, it's like, what? You'll see. But it's not going to be more than we can bear. It doesn't even mean that it has to wear. And sometimes just knowing gives us power over a lot of people. Come on. There's a lot of things my family has gone through, and if we hadn't known, it would have really wrecked us. But when we knew uh, beforehand, we made it through. I asked God, and he didn't give me a specific enough answer. Hallelujah. I said specific enough. Hallelujah. Now, I believe a lot of the promises God's already given, and I'm not too worried about those things. God's already promised the election. God's already promised things, and I'm already saying thank you, Lord, for those things. No matter what the polls say, the media says, and all the devil, devils, devils say, hallelujah. I don't care what they say. That has nothing to do with anything. I'm not fearful of that. I just know that whatever it is, it's going to affect the earth. And it's going to be powerful enough to call forth for more awakening of souls. The church needs to wake up. Some churches are just wanting to come together right now to make sure they get their tithes and offering. Let me tell you something. Hallelujah. It, what we need to come together for more than ever before is to break through and pray through and come together in unity for one purpose and that's for God to set people on fire. And as we have this social distancing and everything else that's come, come about, I see by the Spirit of God, the next revival is going to have more laying on of hands than has ever been before. Why? Because it's going to be contrary to what some people will say is okay. Hallelujah. And I also know that the church will be better positioned to handle the influx of people based on the first shaking caused by the virus. Whether we know it or not, some people have shook it, they've shook out of the church in the past few months. They've lost their way. Now we we could be sad about that. But I believe there's a harvest that is coming that's going to bring people back by the floods. 
See, it's not just about awakening revival waves of glory. It's not just about awakening Raymond, Illinois, or just Illinois. It's about awakening the world. There are things that are happening right now that have nothing to do with what they're saying it's about. It's a spiritual thing. There's evil things going on that a lot of people don't know about. People that are very wealthy that are paying some of the things to be done. God's revealed so much of it. But it's time to awaken the world. You see, the first shaking is to awaken us, the church. The second shaking is to awaken them, the world, to Christ. First, the church was supposed to be awakened. And the second is supposed to be the awakening of the harvest. And I believe a lot of this world is looking for answers. There is a passion. There is a liveliness for, for change in our world. Some people are, are doing things and they don't even know what they're doing it for. See, it's not that all people were not shaken the first round, but in order to reposition the earth, we must first remember who we are in Christ that we're seated with him in heavenly places or we can't change the world. If we as a church don't know who we are, we cannot ask for anybody to come. You have no business asking for your church to be filled if you don't know who you are in him. If we don't know who we are, we cannot ask God to move in our house. After Jesus came to the earth and died for humanity, those who are his followers were waiting for the Holy Spirit to arrive with power. And then on Pentecost, which just passed in our day, we as followers of Christ, remember the power of the Holy Spirit came upon the first 120 in the upper room. And I believe right now the power is going to come upon a chosen few. Now I believe there's a lot more than 120, but I believe the power of God is going to come upon people. What people don't understand, and one thing, let me say this, i got to say this, I have to say this, because of what I'm about to say. There has never been a time in the history of the United States of America where there's been as much prayer in the White House as right now. There has never been a time where there has been more ministers in the White House than there is right now. And if there is more things that make you squirm because of this administration, let me just say it that way, because it's not just President Trump, then the spirit that is making you squirm is the spirit of God. 
Thank you, Jesus. You say, why are you saying this? Because God has been preparing. No president could have made it through what this president has gone through in three years. And God already said the media is going to turn to be for him more. That's a miracle. <laughs> That's going to be a miracle. <clears throat> but the reason it's going to happen, God said before, is what is supposed to happen for America, no one will be able to argue with. No one will be able to say, but this, but this, but this. It's not anything. And most of what people are hating right now are man-made fake things that are being done. And I really want you to understand tonight, the reason I'm saying this, because there's supposed to be a most powerful outpouring of the Holy Spirit that takes place that needs our government behind it. And right now, this is the, this is the chance. This is the time. And I'm telling you, this is the power of God that's wanting to come upon America. And there are preachers, even anointed men of women of God, that are actually part of the cabinet. That's another thing that never happened. And I'm saying this for a reason because God says I've been laying the groundwork and I'm opening things up and the shaking that's come, it just keeps coming and just keeps coming. But I want you to understand that the shaking's about to stop. And when the next shaking begins, it's going to be shaking people to come to Christ. It's going to shake the real fear of the Lord back in their hearts. And I, I want you to understand, I've had people in my life, and some people, the only way they're going to find Jesus is to have the hell scared out of them. Unfortunately. And I don't know about you, but Sometimes I would rather my family get the hell scared out of them to find the Lord than not to find the Lord at all. If you just got to get them that way, fine. Some people have to end up in a jail cell. Okay. Some people have to end up going through some kind of ordeal. If you have to. But I want you to understand this chicken that is coming is mostly going to be for the harvest. Now don't get me wrong, it's going to affect a lot of the body of Christ the reason I say this is because I'm talking about the body of Christ that isn't lined up, that isn't where God wants them to be, that isn't where they're meant to be in position with the Spirit of God, that they're out of the order, they're out of place. They're going to be affected. Why? Because they're part of the harvest. See, Jesus is the mediator and the new covenant and invites us to come to him and to draw near to him with our hearts and the Holy Spirit. See, it's not that people who need Jesus are not being shaken right now, because I believe they are. I know our house has been shaken. Come on. Everybody wants your family around you all day, every day, but sometimes when you have your family around you all day, every day, you know, we all change. Hallelujah. We all start to change, don't we? <laughs> Hallelujah. My wife and I have, I tell you, if the governor would have said, you can't walk outside, we, my wife and I wouldn't have made it. Hallelujah. 
We've had so many walks, we don't even know. Hallelujah. Going to need new shoes because we wore them out. Hallelujah. And I'm not talking about the walks that exercise. Come on. I'm talking about the walks where you're just gone. Hallelujah. There's no speed to it. Hallelujah. You're just like strolling. Hallelujah. No hurry to get back. It's a mile and a half, 60-minute program. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And they liked it because they're like, all right, see ya. Have a good day. But the shaking because the church itself was so utterly surprised by this shaking. Even prophetic people tried to twist some of their words that line up to it. No, you were surprised. Come on, this hit us out of nowhere. Hallelujah. I remember when I did the word of the Lord for 2020, God kept saying, and beyond. Now I understand why. Hallelujah. I had somebody give me a bad review on the word of the Lord, but that's all right. And, and, and because he said, hey, it ain't happening. It's like, yeah, that's why I kept saying, and beyond. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know why. I've never said, and beyond like that as much as I did. But I know that God is still going to do what he said he's going to do. But the church was surprised. And the shaking that we had to quickly create new ways to reach people in the midst of a mess. We had to learn how to shop. We had to pray for toilet paper. Hallelujah. I still don't understand that. It's like, my goodness, 9-11 hit and there was no gas left. This hit and we had no toilet paper. It's like, I don't understand. And I was surprised. God never gave me the what's up. He didn't say, order a case of toilet paper a month before this. He didn't say that. I was surprised just like everybody else. Our biggest surprise was the shelves were always empty. People got in fights over that. I don't understand. We always had enough. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. One time I was going to post it, a picture of our toilet paper, and just say, oh, thank you, Lord. And I was just going to post it. And in the back of my mind, there was a little fear that I thought somebody going to find out where I live and come and get my toilet paper. Hallelujah. So I didn't post it. Hallelujah. Just, just hey, I, people were nuts for a couple of weeks there. Hallelujah. Remember when that's all we had to worry about. Hallelujah. We're trying to get stabilized in the midst of this. Creating more earthly structures so we can build again. Start cleaning things that you haven't been able to clean before. Hallelujah. God said you will stabilize if you remember who you are and come to Mount Zion and put in place in the earth the heavenly things first. The only way we can really make it through everything is heaven first. 
It's not about what's here. It's about what's there. We as a church need heavenly direction to build properly. We no longer are on Mount Sinai. We are now near God because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Because of the blood of Jesus, we're able to experience the same presence that Moses did when he went up to the mountain and was given the Ten Commandments. There was a presence that only he was able to experience, but because of the blood of Jesus, we can experience it now. I sure hope you get anointed to preach as much as you're trying to talk. Hallelujah. Please, Lord, fill that voice. Hallelujah. I'm going to backfire on you. Hallelujah. See, if, if we want to see, if we want to see the great awakening and power, signs and wonders, we must maintain our seat in Mount Zion. And I know it gets hard sometimes to stay in your seat in heavenly places. But there's a key to stay in your seat. It's a supernatural will be the key. See, when the second shaking comes, it comes and it will cause people to walk through doors where the supernatural will be the key, even to sharing the gospel. I'm telling you, you're not going to be able to get people saved like you used to be able to get people saved. You're going to have to have the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven to get them saved today. I'm talking about even people that have gone to church before. You're not just going to be able to say, well, you know, Jesus loves you. That's not going to get it. You're going to have to be able to show the supernatural God in heaven on earth. And I'm telling you, we're going to be able to do that. That's what part of the shaking's doing. The church has been dead too long. We will be walking so much in the supernatural as a church, body, ministering one-on-one -on -one with power. The most powerful times that I ever led somebody to Jesus Christ was whenever I would be able to just look at them and say, I know that you're doing this. I know that you're going through this, but it doesn't matter. God loves you anyway, and he wants to bring you in today. See, it was that power, that anointing that broke them open. Now, normally you say something to somebody like that, and you get, you know, you get some uh, uh, upset sounds coming out. See, we will be walking so much in the supernatural, and it's going to be the power coming forth. And there's going to be opportunities in this shaking. God's encouraging us to invite people to come up to Mount Zion. It's about heavenly Jerusalem. See, we talk about the end times. I'm telling you, the end times, is, it's, it's upon us. Bible prophecy is being fulfilled right now more than ever. Some of the things that's happening right now are part of biblical truths. But I want you to understand it's all coming. The end times is not just about us 
trying to make it through and trying to go through and trying to just survive. It's not about that. We're supposed to rise up as a heavenly church. We're supposed to rise up without spot or without wrinkle. We're supposed to rise up as like a heavenly Jerusalem here on earth. This is the time to do this. We, the church, have been given access to heavenly realm. And we must allow that positional authority to flow down into our earthly structures as a church. We can be ready for this. We only can do this and be ready for what's next if we get ready for this supernaturally. We've been stirred to take our rightful place. I have to refer to something real quick. There's a difference between Mount Sinai and Mount Zion. I'm just going to try to refer to this just very briefly. It's the way that God deals with his people. Some people are going through Mount Sinai, and some people are going to Mount Zion. See, his treasured possession, now that Jesus has come, that's what God wants us to be so in him that nobody can see anything but God. The first shaking on the mountain meant relationship with God based on more laws and more structure. We as a church need more law and more structure. That's where Mount Sinai and some things happen and some things will, will happen in our life. But the second shaking from the position of Mount Zion means more relationship with God, freedom, heavenly encounters. Some people go from and skip the Mount Sinai experience and just try to go to the supernatural. You can't have it that way. We have to have our structure. Rules make us who we are. That's why the evil things out here, and I say that just the way I'm in it. You, you might think I'm talking about a party and, and, and democracy, but I might be, hallelujah. But it doesn't matter. But the evil things out here want us to have no laws. No structure, no police. One of the funniest things we ever heard was there was a fake 911 operator recording for Seattle. Some of you should know what's going on there. A lot of chaos. But part of the 911 call sounded like this. Thank you for calling 911. We're not able to come and help you at this time. But if you leave your name and number, we will send a counselor to you within three to five days. If somebody is breaking into your home and stealing your things, we will send someone to your house in three to five days to ask them to stop. And I'm telling you, I know that sounds just terrible. 
But that's literally what some of our government leaders are trying to make happen just to try to win an election. And I'm telling you, we're in the midst of, and I'm not talking about the natural things. The natural, it really has nothing to do with it. This is a spiritual law. They're trying to remove the laws. Whether we like it or not, we are supposed to abide by the laws. Even the body of Christ, we're supposed to abide, we're supposed to line up, we're supposed to be, you know, we don't always have to like what's going on, but we also have to line up to it. And I want you to understand this, listen, no matter how you felt about the first shaking and how your church or ministry has been dealing with it, in the second shaking, we will be more prepared for the power of God on Mount Zion to be revealed in the earth. And I'm telling you, church as usual will not be able to come back. Some of these churches have been off for three months or whatever, and they're just going to try to come back and do the same old hymns and don't do anything new. And don't get me, don't get me started. In some ways, I know there's so much more we want to do. But the more people that start getting stirred up, there's going to be such a breakthrough that we have to come out with new, brand new Spirit of God moving. Miracles, healing, supernatural. Because it's time to have the flow of the supernatural from heaven to earth. The second shaking may be coming sooner than we think. So how prepared are your structures? How strong is your foundation? How strong is it? Because you're about to find out. See, church, we need to be prepared, and we need to be prepared first. I like this. Super abundant grace of God. The supernatural power of God to be released. Set your structures upon the seat of Mount Zion, which is in heavenly perspective and the seat of authority where the angels exist. See, as we are called to be people seated with him in heavenly places, ruling and reigning, that's what God's coming back for, a church that is ruling and reigning. So let's start putting into effect and releasing global glory. Somebody wrote a book many years ago called Global Awakening. The Global Awakening that, and I, I haven't read it, so don't, I'm not issuing anything for it. I just saw the title. The Global Awakening that is coming is going to far outweigh any comprehension of any prophet or apostle has ever known before. No man or woman of God has known the awakening that God's wanting to do. He's actually wanting to use us to transform and reform the real church of Jesus Christ. Listen to this. I'm going to close with this. Remember, when he resurrected, Jesus resurrected, 
So did we. Anybody get that? When Jesus resurrected, so did we. That's where the power is already is. It's already there. To by God get things done. With him in Mount Zion kind of faith. It exists in our hearts. This is not a time where you're going to be able to just say, oh, I'm just waiting for a handout. Some people are freaking out, waiting on the next stimulus package. We cannot be dependent on stimulus packages. We cannot be dependent on anything in this world. We've got to be dependent on what God says in your life and what God's promised in your life. More than ever before, there is a great anointing that is coming upon the body of Christ. And one thing I want you to, if you don't get anything else from this sermon, I want you to get this. We're coming out of a shaking. Hallelujah. It's about time. But there's this another shaking coming. And I'm saying this only by the by the anointing of God. The virus itself is so exaggerated now. Just to keep people bound. A couple of weeks ago, nobody talked about it. It was gone. Just like it was cured. Hallelujah. It's like all of a sudden nobody could, I mean, you couldn't even find CNN talking about it. Hallelujah. And they used to have a counter on the side telling how many cases there was. And I'm telling you, God said literally the, the virus itself is a spiritual thing. Even if they come with a vaccine, I'm not getting it. <laughs> Just so you know. But I'm telling you, there's things that's going on in the spirit realm that we need to understand. There's a lie. There's a facade that's going on. There's so many things that are trying to happen in America. Thank you, Lord. Let every scream turn into anointing. But I thank you, Lord. There's so much more that people don't even know about that we're stepping into. And I want you to understand, breakthrough is at the door. And that's why we need more harvest than ever before. Because guess what? When this next harvest comes in, there's going to be more things to break off than there's ever been before. Because it's, we're not just dealing with, with fear. We're dealing with fear. We're dealing with racism. We're dealing with hate. We're dealing with all kinds of false understanding and beliefs and twisted uh, 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 agendas and all kinds of things. Some people are believing things that they don't even know that they believe. They really, some people are believing things that they don't believe, but they're just saying they believe them because they believe that's what's right. Now I want you to understand there's so much going on that people don't even, in fact, I saw by the Spirit of God just a few days ago a certain man, a billionaire, and he was using strings like a puppeteer 
and just playing and pulling people and just, just playing with America. Just trying to play with America. And I said, Lord, what are you going to do? He said, I'm going to break the slot off attack of this man. God said, he's already crossed the line, and now it's time to take him down. That means he, he is not redeemable. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. That's, that's God's word, not mine. And God says, I'm going to take the man down. And it's going to devastate the party of the Democrats. Because a lot of the support they get is funneled through all his works. And I want you to understand tonight. If he's not careful, it's going to happen before November 3rd. Because of things that's going on in the spirit realm right now. Because whether you like it or not, the Bible says, touch not my anointed. And whether we like it or not, God appoints and anoints people not based on who they are, but based on availability and willingness. And we are going to see some things about to happen that's going to come right out of the scripture, right out of the power of the word of God that says, touch not my anointed. I saw by the spirit as the puppeteer strings are going to be cut. All of a sudden I saw all kinds of people in handcuffs. All kinds of people committing suicide. When I say all kinds, I mean there's going to be numerous. And these are all political leaders right now. And I'm not wishing this. I'm just saying things are about to hit the fan like we've never seen before. I'm talking about explosion of things. And it's been going on. Things have been going on in America people don't even know about. For decades. For, for 100 years even. And God's going to begin to expose some things and rescue the children, rescue everybody concerned, and get things right. And America will never be the same again. America would never be the same again. But it's supposed to be better for a long period of time. God said not too long ago something about 20 years of good times in America. So I told God that means we're going to have to have 20 years of good presidents. <laughs> hallelujah. Because <laughs> that really makes a lot of the changes. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. And that changes America every, four, every few years. Hallelujah. But I really see by the Spirit of God there's so much about to happen that people don't even know about but some people do know about. Hallelujah. It's a very dangerous time. Hallelujah. Some people don't even know that they're being used. Some people don't even know that they're just being used for, for, for a political agenda. And once that agenda happens or doesn't happen, they're going to move on and drop them like a, like a bad habit. Just, I'm done. And that's the difference. God's trying to catch everybody. God's trying to change everybody. 
And don't get me wrong, I, there is a racism in America. But it's not what the agenda is about. And God's going to radically transform some things. I thank God that he's going to transform some, some things. I saw by the Spirit not too long ago, and I'm just shooting from the hip because God said to say it. He said there's going to be a woman in the White House. Recently, he told me a certain woman that's black is going to be in the White House. And don't get me wrong, it's a, it's a person I'm very excited about. So don't get all freaked out. It's not somebody like Oprah or anything like that. Hallelujah. She got too many skeletons in her closet to try that. But uh, there's some things that's going to happen, and it's going to be a great thing. See, it's not about race. But really, I believe the black woman that gets into the White House, whatever position she gets into, whether it's president or vice president, when she gets in, she's going to break a lot of the racism of America. And it's going to be broke from her own race. A lot of it. And I really believe God's going to do mighty things in it. We have so much exciting times about to happen. But one thing God keeps saying, we need the spirit of revival. We need a movement of God. And we need the supernatural signs and wonders and miracles to happen. Why? Because this world is looking for answers. And they're going to come in. And they're going to get set free, get delivered, get set on fire. If people could have as much passion for Jesus Christ as they have for some of these protests, look out. Just look out. And I'm telling you, it's coming. Passion for Jesus Christ again is coming. And it's not just going to be passion. It's going to be supernatural anointed in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we just give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask my wife to play a song, and while the song plays, we're just going to take a moment to take up the offering. Welcome to the end of this informative podcast. We hope you found it enjoyable and enlightening. With over 100 books under his belt, Bill Vincent is a true master of the written word. His works are a treasure trove of knowledge and inspiration, available at all major bookstores and online platforms. So, don't miss out on the opportunity to expand your mind and be entertained. Pick up a book by Bill Vincent today.